Good morning, achievers. Ajit Sidhu here, and it's another beautiful day as always. Today, we want to. I want to talk about being resourceful. Being resourceful basically means finding a way, and we got to stop blaming other factors. We start blaming resources, like there isn't enough time. Everyone has the same amount of time in the day, or there's not enough uh, skilled people. Get them skilled. Train them up. There's, we have so many excuses after excuses for not being able to achieve what we want to achieve. That's because we're not being resourceful. We're, we're looking at resources, what we have, and thinking, oh, you know, it's, it's not fair. Life is not fair. We're blaming others. What we need to do is bring it back, really bring it back and say, hmm, how can this be achieved? So this is the first thing that we have to think about. How can this thing that I want to do be achieved. If, it's, if there's something at this moment of time that you want to achieve right now, think of that right now. What are you trying to achieve? What struggle are you, are you having right now? Now ask the question, how can this be achieved? When you start asking how can this be achieved, then your brain starts to think of solutions. There's a situation that I had with my, um, my business, my nursery, and I had a, a phone call. It was, uh, it was eight o'clock. I was at home. I was just getting ready to, after a big workout, I was just getting ready to eat. Got a phone call from um, the, the fire, fire department saying that our fire alarm has gone off. So, and the worst case scenarios start going in my head. Rushed over to the, to the nursery, saw the, the fire people standing there and uh, let them in. Luckily, it was just a faulty sensor. And so what they said is you're going to have to ring up your um, uh, alarm provider and just let them know, maybe get an engineer and switch this panel off, the fire panel. Um, to, to you, They will need to walk you through it. So I rang them up and they said, well, um, we're going to have to get one of the engineers to give you a call. And they might need to come out tonight. And now it was about nine o'clock. And I was just thinking, ah, oh, I'm really hungry. I need to get home. I just did a massive workout. So I waited. They said the engineer will be giving you a call anytime soon. And I said, when will it be? They said, oh, anytime soon. We don't know. So I waited for 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. And then I thought, I thought, what do I always tell everyone? When you're stuck, what do you do? You become resourceful. I could have stayed there waiting, waiting, waiting for the engineer to give me a call. But I always tell people, Google it. We are in such a lucky time in our lives where we have the answers of everything in our pocket. So I pulled out Google. I typed in the fire, fire panel. I checked it out, got the manual, read it, Went to YouTube, which is my second point of contact that I tell everyone. First, you Google it, and then you YouTube it. You figure it out, and then about one, two, three, I had fixed the panel, and I went home, ate my food, did everything, and then at 11.30, so from 9 o'clock to 11.30, 11.30, the engineer rang. So I would have been sitting there for two and a half hours waiting for the engineer. But because I was resourceful, I used, I start thinking, how can I achieve this? And the first answer is always Google it and YouTube it. Um, I got the answer. And the engineer, when I spoke to the engineer, the engineer said, yep, that's perfectly correct. Yep, no worries. I'll come out tomorrow. 
And they did. And it was all done. So that's the first thing that we have to do. We have to ask ourselves, how can this be achieved? The second thing that you have to ask after you've asked, how can this be achieved? And your brain has answered it is we've got to stop thinking about how can this be done? We've got to start thinking who can get this done. So stop thinking how, start thinking who. Because there's other people that are so much more skilled than us. I'm terrible at DIY. I'm probably the worst person in the world to do DIY things. I break things rather than fix things. I was once had a hammer and a nail and I was nailing it. I was meant to nail, the, I was meant to hammer the nail into the wood. I missed the ha- nail and I hammered the wood and broke the wood. That's how bad I am. I'm the worst person. So I'm not the who should do it. I should find out someone who is skilled, a DIY person, pay that person to do it and get the job done properly once. Because if it was me you hired, I would be breaking everything. So that's something that we have to think about. So it's a stop thinking how, after you've thought the first step, how, how, how can this be achieved? After you've answered that and you've Googled it and you YouTubed it, then you think, okay, so who's the best person to do it? It's an example that comes into, a, a story that comes into my mind is um, about Henry Ford. Now, Henry Ford had created his um, empire um, and uh, he had revolutionized mot- the motoring uh, system. And he was sitting in his office and the reporters decided that this person, Henry Ford, he's uneducated. He's, yes, he's, he's uh, changed um, motor, mo- motoring history and how everything is done. Um, but he's an ignorant and we want to prove that he's ignorant. And so what they did was they decided to call a meeting with lots of reporters to ask him lots of questions. So they got lots of clever people, intelligent people, and they went into the office. Henry Ford obviously knew they were coming. So he said, yeah, please sit down, sit down. Obviously, uh, here's some seats. And the reporters had all their pens and papers out. Um, just to document them. And then they got the clever, educated people to come and sit down. And they decided to question him about history, about science, about different areas, engineering, about um, accounting and maths. Now, Henry Ford, when they started questioning, sat there, thought, now, this is a situation where I can be proven that I'm an ignorant and they're going to report me as an ignorant but I'm going to do what I do best. And for the first question, the scientist got up and says, you are in the motoring industry. You should know about the science that goes behind this motoring. So can you ask this question? And he asked the question. Henry Ford looked at him and said, yeah, of course, I can get answer that. He pressed a button on his phone and said, could you bring, um, can you bring the gentleman from that department in? Yep. And he came in, the person that worked for Henry Ford, and he said, can you answer this person? And the person answered, and he goes, thank you so much, and off he went. The next person got up, and he was a motoring engineer. Asked a question to Henry Ford, and Henry Ford did the same, pressed a button, got someone from the engineering department in his company to come up and said, can you answer this man? And he answered him, and off he went. (sighs) The reporters were getting fed up with this. Then the third person got up and said, okay, accountancy, you are, um, you're running this huge empire, answer this. He pressed the button, called his accountant in and said, can you answer him? Now the reporter said, this is unfair. This is not called for. This is not what we came here for. And he, what Henry Ford said is, you come to prove that I'm an ignorant 
But why would I need to keep all that information in my head when I hire the best? I hire the panel that you brought to to answer these questions and to solve them. I don't need to keep all that stuff in my head. My intelligence is I find out who can do the job the best, not me on how I should do it. Well, the reporters decided to boycott that paper, uh, that article, because Henry Ford had proved that he's not an ignorant. So that's a great example of finding out the who can do it better than, rather than how. Finally, just to finish this off and bring it all home, we've got we to gotta think different. We always have to think different because if we think the same as everyone else, we're going to get the same result as everyone else and we're going to be competing against everyone else. It's exactly like Amazon at the moment. Anyone who's in the Amazon FBA uh, selling their items, they're all competing against the same same, they, they, they have one item and they're competing against everyone else with that item. And they use the same systems to figure out what systems, what items they should sell. They're going to get the same results and they're going to compete in, as they say, a red ocean. And this red ocean example is from the book um, Red Ocean, Blue Ocean. Um, I believe it's called that. Um, when people start to compete against other people, what happens is the ocean that is blue starts becoming red because they start competing against price. They start competing against each other. They start competing against um, the way things are, are but in the same field. So it could be anything that you're trying to achieve. If, if it's a weight loss, um, weight loss thing, you're gonna be, if, you're, if you're trying to find the best method of losing weight, there's so many things out there that it becomes a red ocean. But then all of a sudden, when somebody comes out and says, hey, you could lose weight by putting butter in your coffee. Then all of a sudden, that's a blue ocean. This is something new and you go for that. That's how we should be thinking. How can we think different? We should always be thinking different um, or figure out how can we be slightly different to beat the competition if there is competition in business. But if it's not competition, what we should be thinking is, what can I use that I've got? So you're thinking different now because when people start thinking about achieving, they're always blaming external factors and never seeing that, they, that, that the gold is in the back garden. All they've got to do is start digging. So you've got to think, what have I got that I can use? So start thinking differently because what you've got that you can use is completely different to what other people have got. Now, there's an example uh, that I want to just quickly, um, a story that I, would, I, I heard. Is, I don't think it's a true story, but it's a, it brings it home. There's a big moral in it. Um, but I believe it's based on a true story, this one. Um, so there was, a, there, was a, a famous, there was a famous golfer who earned so much money, and he was almost in, in a retirement. I, have, I don't know his name. But he was almost in retirement. But there was one fan that he noticed every single time he used to come and he used to cheer with all his might. He used to celebrate every single time the the famous golfer had won. And he decided to go over to him and said, wow, you are always there for me. And you are, I mean, you motivate me. When I see you and and I can see your celebration, you absolutely motivate me. 
And the, the fan said, thank you so much. There's one wish that I've always had is to be able to see you because I'm blind, but I get to hear everything you're doing. And I love coming here and hearing the, 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 the celebration and, and what, the way you're speaking. And it really motivates me. And, uh, you know, my wish, that one wish I'll never be able to fulfill. And the golfer's heart broke. He realized that, that his fan was blind. And he, he, that blind fan used to motivate him. He said, oh, listen, I'll do anything you want. Anything you want, let me, let me do something for you because you've done so much for me. And the fan was very humble. He goes, no, 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 it's, it's absolutely fine. It's cool. I love just coming here and, and, and just getting everyone's energy. And he goes, no, the famous golfer said, no. And the reporters were all standing there. They were, they were drinking up this whole story. They were, they, were, they were loving it. He said, no, I'm going to do something for you. Anything you want. And the golfer said, well, I would really love to just play you a, a, a one round of golf with you. I know it's 18 holes. I would love to just do one session. And the, the, the golfer said, listen, anytime, anytime, any time of the day, whenever, any day, any time, you let me know. And he said, oh, well, if that's the case, can we do it tomorrow? Are you free tomorrow? And he said, yeah, let's do it. And he goes, but there's one thing that I really want to do what, just like how you compete. I would like to compete as well. So every single time we do a round of golf in the a hole, let's, let's make, put a little competition together. Do you mind? And he goes, oh, I don't mind at all. And he said, okay, let's start off with 100 pounds. So the first hole, whoever gets the first hole has to pay the other person 100 pounds. And then let's double it every single hole. So, I mean, the next one will be 200. And then it'll be 400. How does that sound? Well, the golfer thought, well, yeah, I mean, if you want, that'd be cool. Yeah, let's do it. And all the reporters said, big competition. And they reported it. Tomorrow, um, the famous golfer is going to be playing uh, a blind man. Well, the golfer thought, wait, 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 wait. 100 pounds, then 200 pounds, then 400 pounds, then 800 pounds. On the fifth round, it's 1,600 if I keep calculating that, so he calculated it all, on the, 16, on the 14th round, it's going to be 819,000 pounds. On the, on the 15th, it's going to be 1.6 million. On the 17th, whoa, on the 18th, the blind person has to pay me 6.5 million pounds. Altogether, when it's calculated, it's going to come up to, I can't take 14 million pounds from the blind, blind golf. No, 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 no. That's going to be such bad publicity. I can't do that. And he told his agent, tell the reporters, we can't do this. And he called the blind man and he goes, I cannot take your money like this. You haven't thought this through. It's going to be 14 million pounds. Then you're going to have to pay me. And the golfer said, the, the blind man said, oh, uh, wow. I, I thought you wanted to fulfill a wish, but I do understand. I know it'd be horrible to do that um, but I've already told everyone that we're playing so can we just go through with it and and just do it and the man the golfer he was just heartbroken he thought geez this is gonna be such bad publicity he said I'll only do it if you announce what this is happening and you're okay with it and he goes yeah I'm perfectly fine so he went to the reporters and said listen the famous golfer, he's very, very dubious about this. Um, he doesn't want to take, he doesn't want to 
uh, make me feel bad in a sense. Um, he, I completely understand that I've done, I've done this, 100 pounds, 200 pounds, and I completely understand that the end, on the 18th hole, it's going to be 6.5 million, and in total, it's going to be a 14 million prize. It's a 14 million prize game. I completely understand that. I started off, obviously, with 100 pounds, but now it's, it's a 14 million compounding on, on top of each other. But I'm going to go with it. And if I have to pay him the 14 million, I will pay him the 14 million. But if he has to pay me 14 million, then he has to pay me 14 million. And now when the golfer heard this, he got, he frowned. He looked at the blind man. He thought, what's going on here? Is there some, something, is there a catch here? And he said, okay, everyone, we're going to be playing here tomorrow at 11 o'clock at night. And that's when the golfer realized that this blind fan that had been following him constantly had been learning his moves. He was a golfer. The blind man was a golfer. Not only was he a fan, but he used to play the golf game. But he was going to play on his terms. And that is thinking differently. That is thinking using what he's got, which is darkness, and challenging the famous golfer who had 14 million, he had, he had enough money to give to the blind man on his terms. And that is something that is very powerful because we can, we can use that by thinking, what have we got? So we've got to stop blaming others. Everything is possible. Start asking, how can this be achieved? Next, after we thought about how this can be achieved, we've got, to, we've got to think, we've got to stop thinking about how and who is the best one. And finally, think differently by using what we've got already. And that is how we can be resourceful. Guys, keep adding value, keep spreading the love, and just remember, we are one idea away from changing the future. Take care. Bye.